The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. You're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. You're welcome to the Sample Axis, and uh, we're here again and do a roundup of what we have done. Yes, we're done with this season, and this this is season. Oh, no, this quarter. Q5. Mm. I, I like the fact that we're calling ours, you know, quarter. So it's quarterly based. So people understand exactly what's yeah. going. So we do 13 episodes every quarter and now we're in Q5 and it feels very good because I wouldn't like, this kind of feels like the longest quarter we have done. Is but, it long? Okay, well, I think we Like in terms break. of recording and, you know, like we putting out... Well, but putting 13 out weeks is 13 weeks. Yeah, but 13 weeks is 13 weeks. Obviously, like, I'm sure for our listeners too, they just probably say, okay, in their minds, they're like, this guy's released in like 16 weeks, 17 weeks, but... Still 13 weeks. And uh, what we're going to do in this episode, this is the episode where we like to just chill, enjoy ourselves and talk about the other episodes and maybe remind you. So if you did not listen to one of those episodes, you can, can go back. Catch up. Now, last time around, we did a season recap was episode 52. Yeah. And that was the recap of, you know, just before that was the Payback Borough interview. We did the special... Wow. Episode fifty. Wow, and that, that seems like yesterday. It sounds it's like the way you're saying it's like it's yesterday. That, that episode fifty two covered episodes like Jim Rex Lawson, Sawale, mm-hmm. Park and Big, this samples the Queen of Atrado, Ayangba Girls Are Still Dangerous, Fadio, Tina Turner, four forty four, very special episode, Flavor, Leona Richie, uh, Exma Barbara, Eugene Wild, Foxy Brown. I really love those. And Distant Relatives was the first. Uh, that's episode 40. So 42, <coughs> 42, 51, capping it with 52, which is season four recap, technically. Again, don't take the season too seriously. Yeah, right. We're just, you know, flowing. And I think we're just trying to put ourselves, categorize what we are doing. Yeah. So to an extent, we can keep ourselves in check and you can also enjoy as you listen. So there's a progression every single time we're coming into the studio to record. We're doing, you know, Q1, we have like a particular, you know, idea we're following and what we're doing. And sometimes we bring in vibes because the energy is good and we're liking what we're listening to at the moment. So um, before we start on uh, what we did this season, this season was actually packed. Uh, 13, 12 pure episodes. I mean, 12 pure episodes because I enjoyed every part of it, you know, going all the way to just, you know, record and then researching. It was quite fun for me. By the way, I think when whenever we're doing the recap episode, we should probably listen to at least two of again the way needed i think it helps to refresh our brains with what just before recording maybe days before recording the recap you can listen to two out of the 12 like we yeah we so this is we talking like okay no this is part of the episode so (laughs) so so we just listen back and it helps you to refresh or whatever but yeah yeah, but, but then it helps it also helps if it's two separate episodes so for this case maybe i could have done episode 54 and 55 and you would have picked episode 60 and 61, whatever. So. I, I recently listened to the modern uh, modems interview. Oh, really? I listened to Nigerian Reggae Stories. I like that one very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of an episode that I actually is this the season that had the Iboku guys? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Cool yeah Iboku so, guys. That's why I say this this season was was solid in all like all the sense of the yeah. word. And we're going to start quickly because obviously we like to keep this one very short so that people can actually listen and enjoy it. Because the main purpose of this particular recording is for you to be able to say, oh yeah, these guys talk about these guys and let's go back and listen. So we just start as fast, talk as much as we can on one particular episode and move on to the next one. We started with episode 53, Ijo So, bringing in Orlando Julius and James Brown 
for the culture. That's exactly what we named that particular episode. Yeah. And it was a solid one because we were talking a lot of 1960s, um, bringing it all the way down to this point. It came out there actually uh, passed recently in our own time. Now, if you are listening to this in the future, that's probably already years, years, mm, years. This is 2022 for, for context. For context. So yeah, it passed recently this year, 2022. And uh, I remember that day when we were actually recording. Our boss. Yeah. He, he, he came in and he was like, what are you guys recording today? Because I think it follows suit of what we do. He's like, what are you guys recording today? I like, said, uh, I got you a lot of juice. Say, wow, you guys are the one that killed the man. <laughs> you guys said it. You did, we did an episode just about a while, like, just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Like just, he died two weeks before or after we did the did the uh, episode with, um you know, Ijoso talking about um James Brown and yeah yeah so like yeah, yeah it was I, I think so so what's special about that episode I liked it because when we were researching I remember we were watching this uh James Brown documentary yeah which was very very intuitive I really liked that interview because there was a lot of you know information that was buried in there I mean we got to know that James Brown went to jail yeah. a couple of times and he came back and James Brown was one of the guys that got the biggest bag even after coming out of jail. I think that's a flex that a lot of people can actually mess with right now. That might actually be possible in, in, in this time because, I mean, you going to prison and coming back and dropping a hit album is like a cool thing in the hip-hop culture. Yeah. But talking about all the way back in 1991 where you're doing soul, I mean, you went, you just went to jail because obviously you did something wrong. And he opened up in the Apollo um, Theatre and it was huge. Hmm. I mean, and James Brown already, I mean, this was a man that was popping in the 1960s and he still come, he, he just, let me explain this, let me put this in context for you. James Brown already had records out in 1964, 65, 26 plus years after. This man is still getting the biggest bag. I mean, I heard he got two bags though, two major bags, one in a Apollo Theater and another one in Las Vegas. And I think, I don't know whether that was what birthed, because I can't be sure about this. I don't know whether that was what birthed the idea of doing shows in Las Vegas, but it's still a thing now. Actually, that's where most old artists run to. So if you want to enjoy the flex, you know, you can just go all the way to, you know, Las Vegas. You see people like Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight and the Peeps mm. recording. Mm. I mean, Diana Ross and the Supremes, you're like, what? You guys' biggest record was 1966. I like this And they're still raking in big bags. And I know the person that has the biggest bag right now in Las Vegas... I remember one time it was Britney Spears and then I heard recently Mariah Carey still bringing him back. So, yeah, that's the context of that. Uh, do you want the, to say something the about song, it? The song, in, the song in question was titled? Uh, the song in question uh, is actually Joe So. And, uh, I, feel I, I feel good. From, I feel good by, by I feel good by James Brown. James Brown. And, and, and that, was, that was all we did, we did? Yeah, that was all we did. It oh, was wow. a packed episode, one hour, 12 minutes yeah, dope. of beautiful stuff put so, out there. So, um, I feel good, of course, a classic song. All the information is embedded in that episode. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, we were able to connect. How many years apart? Maybe 10, 20 or thereabouts. We were able to connect. I feel good. And we also talked briefly about Mobad on that episode yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I feel good from 1966. At some point, uh, our legend, Orlando Julius Ikemode, did something with that song, but in Yoruba version. He, mm -hmm. he domesticated it. Still jazz. Still, is that funk or punk? Whatever mm -hmm. it sounds. Funk, funk. funk. And then still did, Lode, you know, did, did that Yoruba vibes with it. So, I think yeah. that's that's super cool. Let's move to fifty four. Yeah. Uh, episode fifty four, we had, you know, there was a mix up where uh, somehow fifty four was uploaded much later 
uh, after three episodes and you know, yeah. a little mix-up happened and 54 was about Nigerian influence on contemporary what? Yeah, that was when we talked about the Sierra Leonean boys that um, picked off um, Two-Faced Two Dibia. Dibia and uh, Okpo from uh, the one that Okpo, Okpo is um, the song Two-Faced yeah. Dibia with Kid. And then we also spoke about, you know, this lady from uh, Tanzania, Zuchu. Zuchu, yeah. Signed That's to, she's partners with uh, Diamond mm-hmm. Platinums. Nigerian influence on contemporary African music episode essentially talked about, you know, a song by Two-Faced in probably 2006. No, not even 2006. Yeah, I think yeah, 2000 and with Whiskey, probably 2015 or 2016. No, uh, no, no. 2017 or 2018. Yeah, thereabouts. So, these guys, you know, small boys, not small boys, guys from Sierra Leone did their own version. Some of them is actually popular. He's a very, very active artist on Instagram. Yeah. They did their thing with well, that. We spoke and about them in that episode. It just emphasizes Nigeria's domineering influence. Like the way he said it Africa. is too harsh. Bro, all of them want to, of course, sound like Nigeria because that's what Nigerian music is topping their charts and it's ridiculous. It's like, you know, it's crazy because you go to Zambia or you go to Uganda and there's 10 Nigerians or 8 Nigerian songs on their top 10 mm. and their artists look like, I mean, I mean, you, I, I was watching a show, I think Zambia, where Fireboy was headline. Oh, okay. And I just, I was just happy for the guys who got the opportunity, of course, to come and play just before Fireboy comes on and then Fireboy, his set was just mad. Everybody's, everybody knows the song. Yeah. By the way, Thames, I was watching a video where Thames was performing in London. Yeah, I saw that video. I think I need a video talking wild. about it's, it's crazy. They, they, I remember, I, I, I think I saw uh, the Try Me set. Yeah. And uh, it's quite amazing. She doesn't, it's so obvious she that doesn't she, have she's not, she a doesn't debut ha- album Yeah, yet. she doesn't even, <laughs> one of these that maybe that was, I, I think she's following up that um, Adele's idea. She's not the most active person. Mm. So, she, and, but you can see yeah, the fact it. that she's trying. And then her voice moves. And you see, you know what? That kind of person I appreciate. It's so like it's awkward to see her move because you know that's not a thing. But she does. But, it but she. I mean, there was one part where she was trying to. You she know, really moves. She, yeah, there was one part. I think it was. You no, know Thames is not the dancer. Yeah, and the try me said there was one part where she went to the corner, and I think she was. You know it. how how you weird. Know when, you know when you lose control of yourself. What, as we're speaking, something came to my mind. You know how weird it is that. This thing we are saying can piss off somebody. How? In what sense? You say you two. You say how? That is where we are. Uh, Someone will just say, uh, what, what, "Keep your keep Tim's name out your mouth." Or what are you talking about? Like it's not like, like they can't hear it, that we say it, that we appreciate the fact that she tries. It's a not lot. like we are wrong, mm. but the world is so messed up now that and very sensitive. Me, I don't care. Yo, I don't care. I sometimes I'm like, mind. so when you say something, they're like, well, you have to give context. Well, you're wrong. Explain. You're wrong about that. You can't say that. And then if you refuse to say, they'd be like, are you saying you don't have an opinion? You don't have a valid opinion? I'm like, everybody is sensitive. So Yeah, but what I'm saying is me, and I'm saying this, you can come for me if you want to come for me. I love what Tim does on the stage. But, you know, I can tell that she's not that person but I appreciate and the reason why I'm calling I'm calling this for other artists that don't even try you get know what I'm saying they don't have to try really. I mean they don't have to I mean if, if that's I mean, your look thing look at Tracy Chapman if that's no 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 if you look at your thing if that's your thing like okay you want to be that person and Tr- Tracy Chapman has a lot of things that covers for her 
Tristram has good terms. Terms just has to say. I'm saying terms. Terms is amazing. Everybody will melt. I saw. I saw her trying to talk about this. Her image is so cool. Yeah. So she doesn't even have to try. She might decide to just go off of music for two years and just show up at your party as a guest. One of the things she that will I, brighten up the entire place yeah, just by that, walking she that, and she has that smiling. Fire. She has face. that fire power. No, that 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 star power, that star star images is undeniable. Yeah, she has a fire power. And that's she something. walks into the room. There's an elegance. There's a, why are we making this about terms? Right, let's get away from terms right now. All right, let's Thames get back. Is so good. <laughs> let's get back to what we're doing. Uh, are we in episode fifty-five? Yeah, let's move to fifty-five now. All right, episode fifty-five. You're seeing something about Tracy, um, Tracy Chapman. We had Tracy Chapman, uh, Jonas Blue, and Eminem and Hadaway. Hadaway, don't hurt me no more. That was a popping song, and it was really big for the Eurovision time. When I mean Eurovision time, I'm talking like 1997 to 1997 to like early 2000s. There was this, you know, um, Eiffel 65 time. Yeah, there was a lot of Eurovision popping. That's the same Doctor Album, maybe not. Yeah, around Dr. Alban time too because yeah. although Dr. Alban was like 93, 94 but these guys are way into the 90s yeah. 97, 98 it was a popping thing and I think that's what became EDM later on because yeah, yeah. a lot of energy and sounds and how that way and of course uh, uh, No Love by Eminem and uh, Lil, Wayne. Lil Wayne killed that sound yeah. they made something beautiful out of it and then we get to talk about we got to talk about it mm. quite exciting I'm sure you guys will enjoy every part of that episode yeah. Tracy Chapman, Tracy Chapman is, is one of my favorite people uh and that would include Nina Simone. Maybe not. I, I don't know if I qualify to be Nina Simone. Nina fan. Simone. The way I love Tracy Chapman, maybe not the same. But there's there's this muse energy that you get mm. when you, you when you see a special artist, you can tell. And that's on Tracy Chapman, that's on Nina Simone. There's one more person. Rhapsody, if I do say so myself. Oh yeah, Rhapsody, Rhapsody has that Rhapsody's aura. Nice. And that stems to the yeah. aura. The energy, the vibe is, mm. is it's it's dope as hell, and that's that on that special yeah. people. Tracy Chapman still popping to not to today, but that, I mean, no, ha, no. Ha, we're ha, still hearing her news. Yeah. She's still in the news. She's still giving us updates because obviously and we can't run away from her. Artistry is just up there forever. You really fast car or revolution. Those are classics forever. You can you can change that, and that's on that, and that's why we're that's why I'm happy to to do this podcast because you know we're we're able to be a part of history, tell the stories of, or talk about the people who are who are like the most important in global music from yeah. the earliest of time across the world, and how Nigeria finds a place in the in the mix. Yeah, true, and uh, let's use that opportunity to move on to the next one. This one was a personal episode for me. I think personal episode also for. Boyjizi mm. or Mr. Dioya, as he likes to be called, because he thinks Boyjizi is Americanization. First time we hear that right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then Mr. Dioya likes that song very well. Talking about the story of the Dready Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dready Boys hits now. This story, I really don't want to give you a lot of tea on this because I want people to actually. If you have not listened, now I'm I'm lost because I titled this part one. Why did I? Because we were supposed to go on and do more oh, about them. Oh, okay. I get that. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was an error. No, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. There, there'll be more. I think we, we, sp- we spoke about it because we felt like it wasn't enough. I think it was, we did 39 minutes. Yeah. And it yeah. was because there was, there was a lot of distractions yeah, while yeah. we're recording. Yeah. So, so there's still be... more, a lot more to come out from mm. Dreddy Boys. In the future, we're still good. And I think what we're going to do, and I feel like this should be put down somewhere, whenever we're talking Dreddy Boys, we should use the opportunity to talk about Alexito, 
use the opportunity to talk about maybe a couple of the reggae guys that mm. we spoke about later on, but you know, give them more time to you know express or talk more on their story and all of that. Because mm. I think Alex Jito is one of those guys that one of those you know artists that he did a whole lot in his time, but people don't talk about him so much. Dreddy Boys had like a very you know weird but not strange time in the music industry they were big their parents didn't approve they had to fight their parents to make them had do their deal. music they had a bad deal uh, by a record label called Average Records I don't know what was good about naming your record label Average, Average. Records come on, what come on what were you like, that's like bad naming I mean, you know, we are big on names right here in Africa we are big on names in Nigeria mostly your name is like a progress like a projection into your future so if you say you are Average Records you can have said even Optimum Records makes more sense. Just say AV. No, you don't even have to say AV. Optimum Records makes more sense. Okay, you guys, when you, when your artists get to the optimum point, you let them go to become become or something. Just, on their just own. say Water Plus. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like any other name, but Would Average Records. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, so um, these guys had a unique selling point. If yeah, I, if I they, they, so. they they they, they, they something they came about out, them. They came out like the new edition. New edition was like supposed to be. The new, the reason why they called New Edition New Edition was they're supposed to be the new edition of Jackson Five. Mm. That's where the name New Edition came out from, New Edition of Jackson Five. So, Dreddy Boys were supposed to be, although although they are not, they were not a quintet, they were a quartet. They were supposed to be, oh, that guy, those guys that became classy because of the way group. And this was a time where groups were becoming a thing. Because the then we talk about the Jastics. We also bring in people like in the early 90s because they came in the 90s as well. Yeah. The 90s, you talk about the, the Daddy Showcase group then. I think they were four or five. Mm. So a lot of groups were popping out then and it made perfect sense that you were going to make it, if you're going to make it, and you're not, you're not blackie that was, that that had to struggle to get, you know, funds and make money and be J- Jamaican, mm. posh, or I am not. I mean, even Rastaman. even the mandators. Mm. There was always a group, you know. Peter Tongue, you know. It, it, there was a group somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, waiting for the time. <laughs> I like. I like how you know. They're just thinking about the voice of. I think the youngest one yeah. who turned out to be Saint Saint Greg's. Now. Yeah, Saint Greg. Saint Greg is a pastor now. Yeah. He's a pastor. So there's something about his voice that is so so full. You know, young voice, but still express. Uh, this is the Arasta. Waiting for the time. And then they, they their verses, their verses are packed. It's not empty. Afrobeats today is empty. You just need to do it. Ah, boy, Jeezy, why do you have to do you this? Do Leave Afrobeats alone. Papa belongs to your bomb bomb. Yo, that song like, is sick. And shout bomb bomb like five times. What? And the beat is sick. Bro, but yo, 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 you can't lie that you. You don't f that song. Not like I don't like it. I do not again. Um, this is one of the things that Damian Jai said to us like we should not act like these guys are not doing anything mm. it's time and chance and this is my bias I'm sorry if I sound old school but but I like the fact which that, is strange because I used to be the old school guy here I like the fact that I can listen to an Eminem song from how many years ago and there's three full verses telling a story you don't have to like me this is what I like mm. as against uh, I say get a figure a bigger a bigger a bigger, a magadan, a dorera. And then that's all you do. I really can't pick a substance. Not like trappers don't make sense. They make sense a lot of times, but sometimes it's just we have thinned down the content of music to pushing P, pushing P. I got it out. Mm. The P. Mm. So music is less serious. Yeah. It's more about business. It's just two minutes of dance, repeated choruses, 
empty bounces, whatever, whatever. And I, for lack of anything, I just like to compare and tell you this is what 1999 was like. Even Remedies. Remedies packed their verses. Yeah. Amadimet and Sherry packed their verses. But now, when you do a bit, no, we have rappers who still do that. You know, who still... Why am I going out the way? Long and short, I like the fact that the Boku boys had Did a, something, yeah. ha, had a pattern. And mm-hmm. that's on people like um, uh, Pupa Oritz, Oritz Wiliki. Yeah, or T, Oritz Wiliki, yeah. And the songs like Tribulation. Yeah, um, yeah. We are the Prophets by Peter Sidor, Tong. I mean, yeah. the biggest song. And then So Long by Majek Fashek. Beautiful song. Yeah. I know why I call it Obaro. I listened to Obaro recently and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. So when you do a song, the song is a song. Yeah. You go all out. Yeah. Not just, you know, we're all in, we're all in the business, so, <laughs> not like I, it's the not vibe. like I'm bl- blaming anybody. Exactly. I'm just like, time I mean, but music is music. And of yeah. course, the people who are, who are making history now are, are making it as true, well. So. True, regardless of whatever they are pushing out. 57, we spoke about something very solid. Uh, Wyclef Jean and, uh, you know, A, Ayofer. And then we also spoke about the main one, which is Musli Oishala. Yeah. I was talking about the outfits as well. That was the packed episode. Veronica Vega. Yeah, Veronica Vega, which I wouldn't lie to you, and I'm still saying this. The first time I heard that song, I could I, I think I told you it was a fake. Do you remember? I'm like, like this, this is, is a lie. This is a wrong This mix. is probably a wrong edit or something. Hmm. I'm like, oh wow, this is actually the beginning of the song. Yeah. Okay. Ah, you shall know because I need to. You shall know how to have a and then you turn to pop yeah or hip hop or whatever yeah and then um, I, we, we listen and then we listen to the outfields uh your love uh what's that song again <laughs> i love you why are you you yeah by, by yeah by michael john and then the outfields you actually killed that one and i your fair an artist that is not so popping i think it's so, been a, a correct take me back outfields own that original yeah they were the owner of the original song and actually no 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 not L.O.V Your Love that's their own song that's the name of the song Your Love and Your Love is actually a big 80s song Hmm. I played one time on my show people were like yo I can't remember when I heard this song you know and it's because there's a lot of power in it and these guys are British guys they're British when I spoke about the outfit the outfit were one of those few people that popped in the US and they popped in the UK Hmm. weird thing but they were not the first thing that first people that happened to but you know when you're talking about the regular British guys, they must have popped somewhere in Cockney or somewhere in, you know, Nottingham or, you know, they must have popped somewhere in, like, the UK. Mm. Maybe even if it's an area, but the outfields, they just didn't like them there. Mm. I think. Someone you talk about the UK, you know. Promotional singles. Talking about, like, 1980s where um, they needed videos to fill up MTV. Mm. So, they brought in a lot of, because UK guys used to make videos. US guys didn't make a lot of videos. The only guys that had that had videos there were videos that you could necessarily not just put on TV, for example. And it wasn't like because they were extreme. It was two reasons is because uh, they were too edgy, and you know people were. Then it was a big deal to put anything on video. Mm. But these UK guys, they just did simple things. Um, you remember um, you 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 read the mix, sweet dreams. So those guys come around. They're just on the piano. Somebody's here, and they're doing a lot of capturing of different angles and there's nothing extra by the way you think you sh- we should do something on Eurythmics sometime in the yeah we'll probably someone, has, someone has sampled that right? yeah yeah of course of so course yeah 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 that's sampled several even people still use if it's just the baseline yeah. people still use it to date so uh, yeah, yeah to cap on that. that the UK folks 
I'm just trying to recall some of the artists who have, who have talked about on the UK scene. Um, Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Sting, the, obviously. The episode 50 that yeah. we did. And uh, Katrina and the Waves. Katrina and the Waves, US, US. The US. US band, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's Katrina and the Waves. Yeah, they're US. Even though the person that took the song we took, Walking on Sunshine, was Kimberly. But it was Katrina What about the woman who 444 sampled? Jesus sampled. Yeah, that's Hannah, that's UK. Hannah and, uh, and the Heartbreaks. And yeah. Hannah Williams. I don't re- I don't remember. Yeah, those ones were British guys. Yeah, you know, that, and British guys have always, you know, come through in terms of music. Every single year, I mean, we have Adele now. We have numerous, like, numerous artists, you know, Ella May. Yeah. yeah UK. Yeah, UK. Oh, I love that woman. There's one more person. 21 Savage used to be. He's now originally American. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's actually British. There's but, one more person popping recently. UK, US. I really can't remember. Ed Sheeran? Uh, but that's fully UK, though. Know? There's, yeah. there's a particular person who is in the US now, but came from the UK. Uh, that's on that. Let's move on to episode 58. What do we have? Episode 58. Uh, the Modem Interview. Now, that one, I wasn't present in that. Yeah. You uh, were, one of, you that, was, were, that was my first off. Out of the equation. Off, off, off the episode on sample axis which so, was cool it was refreshing you know so modim, modim maybe i'll do one episode and he will not be there yeah i mean that, that'd be nice modim is a friend and he he just like the payback borrow interview which is what i think i hope we're able to sustain i have almost angari on my mind mm. king sonia day i didn't need to put that out there but it was already out there i think we mentioned it on one episode and then who else could be in that picture if Lagbaja would grant us an interview and if we were ready and, and if we're ready to do it properly, yeah, that would be one of those. So it just shows like some of the people we would like to talk to. Yeah. Payback Iboro because of the cult album and what what he's been try he's been able to do in my opinion with rap, hip hop, combining Nigerian cultures, Nigerian references and Nigerian essence and making that work. That's dope. Modim yeah. also is the first person I know who has effectively or properly executed Yoruba rock music. And that's why I felt the need to talk about his story. We had an interview with him. Uh, I did the interview. We had a long chat about his moving to the U.S. from Nigeria and also the, the music he makes, how he came about liking rock music, how he was in the church at some point and grew up to understand the basics of music and what he makes now. Check out some of his songs. Isholua, Shinriri, uh, Ekomeji, which is like the 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 smash hit, technically. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a very dope expression of Yoruba and rock music. So yeah, Modim interview episode fifty eight was a good one. Episode fifty nine. What what did we do? Episode fifty nine. We spoke about the Nigerian reggae scene and other stories that happened. Now we are being pushed. Nigerian for reggae scene then. Then, yeah, yeah, in the nineties. And because this is where I've been trying really to put. We really don't together. have a reggae scene now. It's been consumed. Yeah, since General Pipe. Yeah. And to think about the fact that General Pipe is not even an actual reggae artist. Yeah, he's just a dance hall. Dance hall. But dance hall is still reggae. But she's not like solidly reggae artist. It's just. He just switched into that for a moment. Mm. And I love the fact that, you know, I saw recently that he was saying something like, she's just, you know, switching. That that's like a persona for him, but mm. he just loves it so much because he understands how to do it. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just a thing. You get me? Like, it's, it's amazing. But you know what? Uh, Nigerian Reggae, we spoke about all the things that were, you know, that were that were popping for them then. And I, I don't know why I would not... Put, that is not in that scene. And I love the fact that 
we actually spoke about it that we're going to do another part. Yeah, yeah. Because, because for us, we actually missed out a scene. Yeah, because we have not even actually done the, you know, Yellow Man and the, you know, the other guys that were in the scene. But that one is actually a packed one for anybody. I think this was my favorite to listen to again. Yeah. I, I loved it. The episode was packed, you know, 55 minutes of awesomeness. I know I'm hyping myself, but it is what it is. Mm. You get me? Yeah, so like, yeah, so uh, episode 60, you want to take that? Yeah, that's all. That's all you would say on 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 episode fifty eight, fifty nine, Nigerian reggae and other stories. Episode sixty, Eminem, Aerosmith, Common Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, this is our international episode, and I, I I think I enjoyed researching on this about Electric Light Orchestra, especially because Common is one of one of my favorite rappers, and one of my best songs by him is Blue Sky. The other would be uh, Celebrate. So Blue Sky, you know, learning. How Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra was reformed and, and sampled by Common on that beautiful rap song. Yeah, uh, I, I really, oh yeah, I really enjoyed that Electric Light Orchestra. That song, yeah, I think we saw that in some spaces they call that the, the happiest song ever done. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. He's a candidate. It just you know you listen to the song. Uh, there's happy to there's happy by um, Pharrell. Pharrell, you listen to. I think I should play. Wow, I just had you know an epiphany right now. I love my IP fans. Record it on sample access. Yeah. Let's put it on record. Oh, have you already? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not recording this, right? It's just, it's just for my show. I want to do oh, a show yeah, cool. very soon. Cool. So. I mean, yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so that I mean, imagine millions of songs that that feel good like that, that bring memories like that. One random one I would think about right now is Seven Lives" by Beautiful Nubia. That's a special song. That's an African classic. Yeah. And um, a song by Electric Light Orchestra. Blue Sky, just talking about Mr. Blue Sky. Show us a new day. We want new. We want goodness. Why do you have to hide away from us for so long? We want good vibes. We want good energy. It's the same thing Afro Afro beats artists would do with Bom Bom because it's about good vibes. <laughs> it's expressed in a different way. So then again, I I, I go back to my ranting about quality of music. We're expressing feelings, but times have changed, and somehow in the old days. There was a very beautiful way to do it. Now there is another way to do it, which, in my opinion, is just not doesn't beat what them Spice Girls or them, you know, Mary J. Blige, uh, uh, what's this woman obsessed, uh, Mariah Carey, Michael yeah. Jackson. The way they wrote songs is just a little different from what we see now. And of course, music business is different. You might have a good song, and the music business scene and the 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 conglomeration or whatever what's the best word to use the 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 over business mm. the, the congestion in industry over saturation of everything happening will not let your good song pop but that's that's i think that's more a problem. than three months i think that's a problem that is, that is even spilling into others other spheres mm. in the entertainment industry like yeah it's actually a big problem now we don't have time to consume consume i don't know what i saw my status today i was talking about something the fact that cinema is back and uh why I feel like I'm a big advocate for streaming platforms, but I also feel that they can actually cripple mm. the idea of cinema. Yeah, And this is coming from somebody that loves Netflix, loves the HBOs. I love, and I'm giving these guys free, these guys, they pop, they, they bust my bubble. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, Peacock. I love all of these things, Hulu? but Hulu, I love all of, all of this platform, but there's a cinematic thing and when I mean cinematic, I'm saying take it all the way back to the 80s, talking about films like, like Jaws, films like 
Back to the Future 1, Back to the Future 2, films like E.T. But that's the thing about... Odyssey 2001. That's the thing about... Those movies come out and then it was like a crazy... And then that crazy vibe lasts for like six months, seven that, months. That's the thing about evolution, right? You like the feeling of the cinema, the sound and the culture, but that wasn't all there is from time to time. There was stage at first. There was the village square type of Spartacus type of, you know, like culture and life. Mm. We evolved into cinema and then we evolved evolved into TV and now streaming platforms. So we just have to keep it going. It's the same way I'm ranting about old music versus new music. Mm. We have to move on. You can't stay in the past if you yes. want old nurse versus listen to old nurse shit. So um, that's on that. Um, I wanted to make a point. I wanted to make a point about... Before we go to the other side, which is um, Aerosmith and Eminem, uh, I, w- I was I was trying to catch up something about Electric Light Orchestra. One of a kind. They are just one of those groups that you don't get yeah, to see a lot. Yeah, yeah. And they did their thing and they were very subtle about it. Had one major hit. Even though a lot of people think, you know, that's one of the things about, that's one of the things I don't like about a very big hit song. It overshadows the rest. Every single thing you have done. And then it just makes your... Other but it's better than nothing. Yeah, but it's better than not having it. There only there are few artists that have gotten to that level, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why a couple of artists right now artists are revered. Have five hit songs. Yeah, you somebody like Michael one. Jackson. Yeah, you somebody like one over the other. Beyonce. Yeah, she's in that level too. You can't say Beyonce's biggest song is this. Rihanna too. Yeah, fine. You yeah, argue, facts. but some people might say, oh yeah, Man Down. Some people might say, oh yeah, Te Some people might say, Only Girl in the World. Some might say, Diamond. Some might say, Umbrella. But you know, all of those songs, or, or j- some some people might even say, that part she did on All of the Lights. Or, or Run This Town. Or, yo, there's Run many, This Town. We are, we, you know, we, there's many hits. Yo. There's many yeah, hits. So like, but then there are some few artists that, they don't have that luxury yeah. of having, you know, hand-filled, you know, songs. Like, and that, that even streams down here. Somewhere like Burner. I love Burner so much, but I think, I'm really hoping that Ye gets something to overthrow it so that it becomes like... It doesn't need that. I think we all agree that... Uh, It would be nice to see. There's like... I I know there's Soki, there's Tonight, there's Like like to Party. But I'm saying... Yeah, but you know, I just wonder, you know, maybe just for for the culture, not even just for Burner now. And I'm sorry, Burner, all due respect, I love you, man, but not just just for you. Because let me tell you the type of songs that that can do that. That's maybe on the low. Angelo is already that big now. But like Angelo does not unseat Ye. So you want a new song? We are not in that culture anymore, bro. I mean, I said, no, I, this is just my thoughts. I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I would love but I'm, to I'm get saying that. that if we continue like this, yeah, we're probably songs never don't go past. Because I songs, mean, look at look at Kendrick. Kendrick dropped a solid album. And then he went in after and four weeks. Four weeks. And this is Kendrick. And it's nobody's fault. Exactly. And fact, this, before, this was this was if this kind of album that Kendrick dropped this you year know what was dropped four years ago. Beyonce's Renaissance. That's how we test. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same it's thing because the industry has changed. Yeah. Everything is now numbers and you cannot... Ah, and this is where... this is where not buy it. And this is where the CRB that, did well. This is where, this is where the guys that continue to put out music as much as possible would have a big ass say. Gucci Mane, what he was doing five, six years ago... If he was doing it now, he's probably have a hundred pop. or one thousand. I think CLB by Drake did a little, did much better. Yo, so that's that's that. Uh, on the, the other side of the of the episode, is it sixty now? Yeah, sixty international episode, uh, and that's Eminem and Aerosmith. Aerosmith yeah. is one of the biggest rock bands. Of all all right, why you think Aerosmith? And you think rock this way? 
Talk this way. I like See, this dream on. RMD uh, Run DMC. That's a huge number. Dream on. Sing for the years. Sing for the laughter. Sing for the tears. Yeah, I know, I know you like that one. I, I, I love Aerosmith and this particular song by Eminem was my guy, like my companion in 2010. Mm. Because I started to check the lyric lyrics and I saw, oh, this is what he's talking about. He's talking about his problem with the industry and why and how people are how the authorities are trying to go against him for making quote-unquote violent music, but the people love it, so you're serving good content mm. and, you know, telling that story, which is why I still always go back to Eminem like that guy. But then again, my type of music is not what, it's not what every, everybody loves. Yeah. And that, that, that's that for episode 60. I think we have about three or four left. 61, Ayelaba. The Legend of Ambrose Campbell. Yeah. Featuring Damia Jai, superstar poet and um, music critic. Uh, what's your best thing about that episode? Uh, I like the fact that we were able to, you know, I, I think so, uh, some of our collaborative works yeah. are always very good to the to the ear. Yeah. You get to because listen and then... a different perspective. Yeah, you get to learn, uh, you know, see from people that have different perspectives. And that's why I think I would love for us to collaborate more into the future, in the future. You know, maybe one or two. And I think normally we just we unconsciously do one or two. Yeah, we never know, really plan. We never for really it. plan for it. So it, it would be nice for us to do a couple, mm. maybe three, four. We might even start the next season with an interview, an interview, or, or or you know, or a collaborative a work with somebody that is good in music. Because I've actually seen a couple of people that you know open their ears up to listen to great music. You so. know how, how you know how good it is that our content is almost inexhaustible. Yeah. Because music comes out Every already. There's day. tons of music out there. Like oh, I didn't tell you. I had a couple of in the recent stuff that just came out. I had a couple of samples. Hmm. I didn't put them down, but there were a couple. So it continues to come out, and we continue to see more and more, right? Yeah, sure. So like, it's never ending. It's like one of those things uh, you can't exhaust it. Now, episode sixty-one, the same episode. Um, the thing about that episode is that we were able to talk about the man called Ambrose. Campbell. Ambrose Campbell, yeah, and Ambrose I, knew, I didn't know about Ambrose Campbell. I knew about him, but I didn't know a, I didn't know enough. Mm. You know, I didn't know him like Ebenezer Obi or yeah, Sonny yeah. Adi or you know the other Juju guys yeah, that I know. He's the grandfather. He's the yeah, and he's amazing. He shares his voice. He's so cool, and he's, he has a had a great personality. Yeah, and, we, yeah, and, and of and course he lived, he lived, he lived. Yeah, because I mean we could see him as a young man, and we saw him as. An OG. It's past now, right? Yeah, we saw him as an OG. So, I, I mean, like, he's sometimes I think, and this is one of the things that excites me. I don't know how, you know, God has created us all, but it, it, I'm one of those people that I just feel like, yeah, peop, death is inevitable, but mm-hmm. why don't people just live, like, you know, forever? Not forever, but like, for live long enough for us to be able to. Elon Musk do and a I are working on that. <laughs> and we'll deliver something. I really, I really, you know, and this is just a personal thing. I'm not saying, yeah, death is inevitable. It would happen at some point. But mm. it's always very heartbreaking when you hear young people that I recently stumbled on um, an artist. I don't even know who he is. First time I listened, somebody just popped it up on, on the TL saying, ah, I wish this guy Survived. popped. Mm. His name is Zumzi. I don't know if you heard of him. He passed. He passed last year in May, 2021 mm. May. Head he had uh, an asthma attack. I saw a couple of his stuff, like one Nigerian, Nigerian, yeah. Wow, saw a couple of his stuff. I'm like, wow, this guy is very talented. Like, I mean, he's not like, he's not, you know, you could tell that he's a diamond in the rough. Mm, mm. He was just somebody that just he never really made it, yeah. He never really popped. And then, like, if this guy had gone out, if this guy had lived for like 40 you know, months, you know, years, recently, this is awkward, but 
I've been thinking about not death, but the idea of alternate life. Mm, yeah, like what exactly know, goes on there? I don't know how that makes sense, but look at the flip side where I don't know how to explain this, but I just look at the sky or I look at the environment and I just perceive how um, some people don't see what we see. Mm. Also, in the same context, a life in the 1980s mm. is different from what is in the atmosphere now, what True. you see now. So someone's reality in 1985, what the sky was like, what the environment was like, what the school was like at the time, is different from what we're seeing now. We're seeing people, ne- some people never really saw phones. Some yeah. people never saw, uh, you know, the latest cars. That's our reality. And you look into the future, you see what people are building. They're building hotels in the sky. They're building spacecraft where you can fly to Mars and stuff like that. And Elon Musk, your some guy, of, has been saying that all of us have to move. Some Sometime in the future, some people may have passed and they won't see that lower orbit lifestyle, going to Mars, exploration, possibly yeah. to Jupiter. You won't see that. Um, we're probably going to live live with aliens at, at some point when when we find them. Jesus says so. Oh, sorry, Mister Dioya says so. And <laughs> you you know that that kind of alternate reality. Yeah, yeah. I, I've started to think about a lot of those things. I feel weird, but at the same time, when I was younger, maybe ten years ago, I would probably be scared. Wait, why are you thinking all this spiritual nonsense? But now I'm comfortable with. It's like it's like being comfortable with a demon. Mm. I'm okay to think about it, and that's one thing I've heard from people too. It's not exactly weird for you to think to think about death, yeah. Because you know, all of yeah. us are going to die at some point. And then look at this story that you have just told about a particular artist who was not able to reach that height. Mm. And Loki, we are starting to like, not necessarily accept, but just look at it as such is life. That's life. Life is unfair. Tendi Pendergrass. Yeah. One time on the episode we talked about. The How fact that, you know, he had an accident. accident and he was, you know, wheelchair ridden. So look at the Afrobeats documentary. When when it ended, they, 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 did you see the last of it? I have not watched the last oh, episode. Oh, this might not make a lot of sense to you. Oh, but I, I have, <coughs> I, ha, I have downloaded it. I just wanted to, do, I just yeah, but, to but it would have been nice if he had seen Okay, this, yeah, they did. The the end of, they did a tribute to the people who passed. Oh. And that's MC Love. Tosin Buckner, mm. Sound Sultan. Mm. There are a big low. There are a ton of them. Like mm. not not a that ton. Green like, and likes. That green up to ten of them. Goldie. Mm. And while I was watching, I was I you felt almost, bad. Yeah, you could almost you, you could you feel, feel the tearing, grief you because, because they have actually lost you. Have actually lost a lot of. I will, of course, everyone wish would wish that they would they were around to see this. Mm. But that's life. Some of us lost one person close to us. Yeah. And they are gone, and that's it. Mm they wouldn't be able to see whatever is going on. I just, you know, life is just like that. And people have their pockets of sadness, whatever they are going through. But that particular artist, maybe, I don't know what predestination is. I don't know if it's for real. I don't know all, but maybe that's that's life. Yeah, for him. Maybe in the afterlife, the way they see it is not exactly whether you got to the top. Maybe it was just you trying. Maybe your destiny was to do two albums. You don't ex. Maybe you... I mean, you know his name. Now yeah. you have told me his name. Yeah, Maybe would. part of his destiny was that he wasn't really designed for that, even yeah. though this sounds awkward because uh, they say that God doesn't create bad things, but then such is life. Um, 
And then on the flip side, on another angle, you look at artists who would never do what Bonner is doing. No matter how high you try to try it, no matter how many albums, you will never, you won't be able to shut down MSG. Some of you will not get Grammys, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop you from being who you are. It doesn't stop the fact that you have done 10 albums and you are a legend in, in some people's eyes. You are yeah. a prophet in some people's eyes. You are respected. So there are levels to life, right? Some of us or some people might not be able to buy a house at yeah. the end of their lifetime. Someone tweeted something very dark and I said, Twitter is a place where you can find someone who would express your thoughts, something you have had in mind. Mm. And the person tweeted that they are coming to terms with the fact that they might not make it, make it in life. Make it big. When I say mm. it doesn't mean you won't survive, but you might not make it huge, success billionaire type yeah, I mean that's not for everybody. Allow me that's to why there's that's why there's a few. Okay, <laughs> I um, have a lot more on my mind, and oh. I don't know why they are where they're coming from. But it's the same yeah. topic. So at 25, your thoughts are starting to tell you that yo this this El Dorado lifestyle that you have been dreaming about, you might really not have it. Mm. On the flip side, it's for men and women. You have been watching Cinderella since how long ago? You have been watching Bella Ninja Weddings. And sorry to break it to you, you might not have that life. You might actually get married to two different men. You might have a divorce. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, true. But such is life. Single women everywhere, single men everywhere. You know, life is just really unfair. And there's this, of course, we, we, are, we have a say in what we do and how we manage our destiny, how you, the decisions we take and you can alter how your life would move. But at the same time, these things still happen. One last example about this making it in life. I went to one of my uncle's place in Lagos. Yeah. And as a younger person, this was like 10 years ago. I went there, you know, we went to his house. This is somewhere close to Ogun State. <coughs> I think we went to Dr. and When we got to his house, it was underwhelming for me as a young person. Of course, Now <laughs> yeah. I understand better because I don't see. Yeah. <laughs> but his house was, he had, I think, three kids, him and his wife, I think they were managing two rooms, which is which is not like a bad, bad news. I mean, they are surviving, they are living. But in my church mind, in my small boy's head, I'm like, everybody should have a duplex. Everybody should have this life. There should be a particular... But life is not like that. Mm. And people survive. People live. They enjoy music the same way like other people. They eat. They marry. They Thank God they have sex. They they live life. <laughs> so there has to be a royal episode. <laughs> so I mean, the way some of us think in our head, and that's why some of us are single <laughs> to stupor. You want the perfect. You want this. You want a wedding to be this. You want to marry this. Of course, it will happen. Maybe depending on how you move, but for some people, it might not happen. That's a sad reality. But on the flip side, life is life. Now who may come to he- to heaven survive? Yeah, true. true. Why you lived, you know. I have, I have my, I have my life. I have my thoughts on things like this as well, and you know, being from a very young age, I'd, I'd come to terms with the fact that I'm just going to do what I can do and live and live because, and that's why, I, so that's why I don't, I don't. At some point, you know how this links to Ayelaba. Yeah, it's such a beautiful Ayelaba, thing. Ayelaba, Ayelaba, see. That song, I don't know what I told you the first time I heard it. And that's why a lot of people don't understand 
why I love Ebenezer Obi's line. Sorry to cut you. Do you know that in my eyes, I would respect, and this is not to shade anybody, but Ambrose Campbell would forever forever be revered to me. He's up there. Yeah. But who is winning now? Mm. Wiz and Burner. Yeah. David O. Vic Tony. Yeah. They're popping. They're making millions. Mm. But there was one man that was there. I mean, there's, there was a, there's a line that... I'm sorry, I've broken your line of thought. But sorry. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's still there because it's a line of thought that sticks with me every time. I, I When I'm with my friends randomly, I mean, every, all of my friends around me, if you're an OG of Nelson, you probably have heard me say this before. That, that's that line, yeah. it struck me in different ways. Mm. And I was very young. I didn't understand the depth. But I knew it was something powerful. Hmm. Can you translate, by the way? So, if you have dreamt or you have seen in your money. dream that you are rich, you pick money. Or you pick money. And the same thing, like, you know, as in, Orohe, I be that's how they yeah, say, like, Orohe, yeah. Odemu, Konche Waloni, Fisile. So, you, you are, you, I'm sorry I'm speaking of you, but that's when it, when it comes to, because that's the way I grew up. And that's, that's how, we, that's what that's how co- we interpret life. Yeah, that's, that's how I interpret life. I don't, I don't see it any other way. Mm. That's why I always tell people when people are angry and vexing and being pissed off, I say, God is love. Mm. God is everything. That's what I'm going to continue to tell you. I'm going to continue to tell you. And I, and I always say, peace, love, and blessings. And I mean it from the depth of my heart. Mm. So, that song says, what it translates to loosely means that if you that have seen money in your dreams or you that have seen uh, you know, money that is not yours in your dream, and you pick it up. When you wake up, mm. make sure you walk, or else you would starve. Mm. Now that's the l- loose meaning. Yeah. But for me, it reminded me of a story, and I'm going to say fiction or non-fiction, so that you guys don't understand exactly where this is coming from. But reminded me of a story of somebody you told. Mm. I remember when, you know there are some certain things as a young child and a lot of people say oh yeah this might be a genius thing but I don't think it is I just think it's just as a child some things just stick with you yeah I'm sure we are talking about this because obviously I is such a big song such a is you need to listen Beautiful to the episode song. I read a story when I was younger I think I was in primary six I used to get sports paper and then I opened up the sports news on I think it was on punch they used to put um, sports at the back mm. and I read the story of a boxer in Nigeria he was a boxer Boxing was his life, and he got a big break. Mm. And he traveled to United States for one fight. I was supposed to open up the doors for him. He ran mad wow. when he got to United States. But that's not a plot twist. Hmm. He ran mad until they brought him back to Nigeria. Did he? Did he leave? Did he like? They brought him back to Nigeria. Like he ran mad. He didn't even run mad. The moment it got to US, so it, it ran was, mad. It was so bad. Few hours managed. It yeah, it ran mad. Few hours before the fight, hmm. they already planned everything, and so it wasn't. It was impossible to manage him. They were looking. They they tried. Hmm. According to the story, they tried. I mean, his picture was there. I remember. I think I shed tears on that day, and I didn't even understand exactly what was happening. I was a young child. I had not seen life. I, I shed didn't tears know. the day I heard songs sounds or turns area. Yeah, so he was, he was mad for that time. Now, funny thing is, this might actually even be fiction because I cannot remember the name of the person. Mm. But I knew that that thing changed my perspective towards that as a child mm. or as a young man because I wasn't a child anymore. Primary six, I was already like nine or ten. So I saw that, and then they said he ran mad for hours before the fight. Mm. They tried; they thought it was a mental 
Because obviously that happens. Sometimes you are cold, mentally cold. You're not ready for the game. So they try what they could. And after a while, they're like, you know, we can't handle this anymore. We need to take him back home to see what we can do there. Then whatever happens, we'll move forward from that. When he got back to Nigeria, it got better. Hmm. Like the moment he landed in Nigeria, it got better. Now, a couple of people, like the, the writer ended it with, a lot of people might not like this, but... This might be this might be his village people. Hmm. It was such a funny ending. funny ending because he tried to you could tell the way the person wrote. You know, and that's one of these why that's when I knew that writing is a lot. Hmm. You could tell from the way the person was writing that the person was sad writing it. Hmm. But he said even the the person that he wrote the story about said, "I think it was my village people." Hmm. But as a child, I didn't see village people. Hmm. You know what he thought to me? What 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 it meant to me? He told me something. That story told me something. Mm. When you're almost at that place, yeah. be very calm. Mm. That was the only thing I picked out of all of those madness. So whether or not it was his doing... Whether it was his doing or not, when you're almost there, like you can smell greatness mm. coming, be calm. Mm. Nobody's going to tell you this. But you need to be calm. And, and, and careful. That's Obviously, being calm is like, you need to be chill just chill you can smell it it's coming hmm. you can feel it like your bones can feel it don't mess it up don't because what Ambrose Campbell said Ayla Baila Fisile there's nothing you're not taking anything out of this yeah. world nothing yeah. and that translates into every part of your life if you look at your life as a whole you see it this is turning into a sad episode it's not a sad episode but it is what it is and but, I remember a yeah. man like um, Dr. Pius Adesomi you probably know him on Twitter yeah, 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 I remember. Look at that story. Yeah, yeah. And that's one out of how many people yeah, that died. Yeah, and that's true. You, you know, there are a lot of stories like that. And you see, that's why, I, I don't know, that's why when I listen to some songs, and that's why, big shout out to Bernard Boy for doing Bank On It. Mm. A lot of people might not understand what, what kind of power that song about. holds. But if you listen carefully. I still don't understand. I just know about neighbor hating and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it can give you... That's the thing. You see, I think powerful songs give you different perspectives. Yeah. It's perception. Like, you would see it in a different way. I would see it in a different way. It's yeah. just the same way when you write eight and you're on the other side and when you're writing six. Somebody on the other side would say he's nine. This person mm. would say he's six. This person here would say, I don't think it's a number. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's all about perspective. And that's what you learn. That's when you know a song is powerful or something. Like, you listen to Bank on and you're like, he says something. Any one of us could have been Pop Smoke. Hmm. Because for Pop Smoke, in the real sense of the word, he was about to make it big. Yeah, it was just... just that man was to... not just a singer. It was not just a rapper. Was he was a an actor. He was a personality. He was... Like... He was an entertainer. As young as he was, yeah. he, he embodied everything. And it was the time where... It was, this was, it's not like he did not even see it click. I'm sure he could feel it clicking. You could he could see that the pace was says, mad. You get what I'm saying? It was about to it was about to happen. The it was about to happen for him, and he could feel it. He could see it. He could mm. touch it, but he didn't get to hold it. Mm. So that's Ainla. Yeah, Ainla Mora as well. He was I was supposed to go to London. I mean, one day I was having a random conversation. I was like, if Fela had taken that Sony record, maybe life would have been different. Mm. He died of AIDS, as they say, and a couple of people have you know. Presented that fact that. and said that's not the truth. So we don't actually know what mm. happened or what took him. But I just felt like his life could have gone a different, different route if he had taken that deal. Long and short. Episode is long. S- episode 61 is done. Now we move to. See, I see the way I'm rhyming. See the way I'm rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> Number 62. Then get pause and catch me if you can. I think we did that episode yeah, with uh, Jennifer. Really dope. Um, Jennifer. 
a letter. A letter. It was actually a dope episode. I this was a one of our fun field episodes. It was actually very cool to have somebody else in, you know, and we're talking. Us. Like I said, we talked talk to us about that. And then we spoke a lot about um Baba Frayo and of course his uh, yeah, effect his in the industry and his life and the fact that he's still around right now. We hope that, you know, he gets what he wants moving on to the future. I think he wants to delve into music again. I would advise if it was me, I would say too late. Become a kingmaker. Sad news as well. Um, Idris Abdul Karim is yeah, yeah, but he's struggling and he's facing a. I really hope the the. I mean, it seems like there's a there's now that pos- there's positive I mean, news. Like yeah. something can happen. Yeah. Because obviously there are like things are set up for twenty seventh and all of that. Yeah. I really hope everything pulls through, and I think at this point it, sh- it shouldn't be so much of a problem for yeah. him to recuperate because I, everybody's around him. And, you know, praying for him, praying for him, and all of that. So hopefully he survives. Um, obviously, yeah, that episode Denge Post and Catch Me with a Bird combined Denge Post by Baba Frayo with Catch Me If You Can, the album by Adikunle Gold, also with um um the Budweiser King remix, uh, an episode on the Budweiser show where they bring two artists of these times together to remix a song from the old time. So, Johnny Drill and Tenny were given this song by Baba Frayo, uh, Denge Post, Dengude Denge Ndege, to come and, you know, do a remix and they did absolute justice to the song. You know, we did a discussion on the impact of Baba Frayo and that particular song, Denge Post, which had like two versions uh, and how also, a song on Adekunle Gold's album titled Mercy featured, you know, um, Baba Frayo in the video as a cameo. They did justice, beautiful song, good use of the sample, then go the denge, then get a good post. And 1999, 2000, this was what we grew up on watching TV and listening to radio. And seeing that come back 20 years later is such a beautiful thing to see. So, we did some long talk on that episode. And all of this that we do is, is just like the Dready Boys, Black Reverends or whatever, Rasky. As much as we can find, we are learning. We're also pushing out information about some of the older songs and how the industry came. You know, how the music, the how the dots connect from 1960 up to now and into the future. So that's on that on episode 62. Uh, move straight to episode 63. And this is so cool because randomly we just thought... We needed to like do a jazz episode because jazz is one of those genres, and our our podcast is also about how genres switch yeah. and how they blend. And we did this about jazz, paying tribute to jazz as a genre, the Nigerian aspect of it, and the man called Miles Davis, who is considered one of the greatest jazz jazzists or jazz musicians of all time. Miles Davis, Yinka Davis. And Nigerian jazz, break it down. Talking about that jazz episode, it was actually fun feel because um, we had a lot of things that we wanted to talk about. We, we I don't think that jazz episode is complete here because yeah, there would be <laughs> another a whole version, lot, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, but one of the, I mean, the star man of that was Miles Davis, and that's yeah. why we're f- focusing on him. And then we used the opportunity to also talk about a couple of jazz artists. So we spoke about T Mac, mm-hmm. uh, we spoke about Yinka Davis, which we used a couple of, we used a song, yeah, and then also we tried to get into uh, Louis Armstrong. We spoke about Probably I'm showing a lot yeah, in that yeah. episode, even though it was a Miles Davis episode. And also, uh, we spoke about a couple of other people, the guys that started before that time, you know, and it was cool, basically. Very, very nice stuff, I, I must say. I, I think it was one of our... I actually said before we started recording that this might be our most difficult episode. Yeah, it was actually but I don't think I don't think it was actually it wasn't really afterwards. Really difficult, it was just because we had so many things special, going on. And I think we should do more because yeah, there's yeah. rock, there is... Um, yeah, we've done something on rock with Aerosmith, but... 
you know, deconstructing and all that. Also, rock is the modem is rock. So, but then there. What about AKT? What about Idori music? What about uh, Hausa music? High life. Okay, we've done some high life with with a Dio Conta and um, you know, long stories about you know the earliest episodes. But we can always do more on how this conversation about and and, and that reminds me, we should schedule an episode to dissect the Afrobeats documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, we will do that, definitely. Afrobeats documentary recap. Uh, That's that on 63. Let's look at the final one, episode 64, which is these samples, uh, Rugged Man and Nice in 2010. This was pretty, it was quite a handful to handle, uh, preparing for it and delivering it because a good number of songs were talked about and how the back and forth beef happened between Nice and Rugged. Yeah, we spoke about that, and uh, one of the things that we, you know, I just spoke about. I think we, we were trying to evidently, you know, show that the sample was the most important thing, but the story was too juicy. Yeah, and obviously, I'm just putting out. This is another disclaimer, apart from disclaimer, we cannot tell the entire story as we're not in the industry or even in these people's lives as I went people. happened. So all we said were information we got from all the sources that we cannot name because we got them. So all the stories might not be complete. But then you understand I had like so podcast and what we are most interested in is that we are passing across a message of the whispers were sampled. You understand? And General uh, Prince Adekule was also sampled. And, you know, the music was done nicely. We had people like Chinedu, part of the concept. Sediki, uh, okay. part of the concept, you know. Ella. And then we spoke about the fact that, you know, yeah, Ella as well. And then, we we emphasize more on um, how once beaten twice shy was once beaten once beaten twice shy. I think I just let loose like my mouth just and does they said uh, they actually said it in the song once beaten yeah that's what they said one once beaten is twice shy that's mm. what they said in the song so it's probably where you got your yeah song. yeah and the title is once once beaten twice shy yeah why am I saying once beaten twice you're shy probably not wrong yeah yeah very true sense of everyone all, all all in all all in all sweet <laughs> stuff. But then, yeah, once beaten twice shy. Yeah, was Rocket Man one. Is, is one of those guys, you know. He's just passed, so it's probably fresh and you can catch up with episode 64. Yeah. We did justice, in my opinion, and of course, <laughs> we now had too many Solid songs. stuff, my guy, solid stuff. Uh, uh, a lot of songs embedded just to be able to relay that. And the beat goes on by The Whispers. We played that. We also introduced Chinedu. Chinedu really went in. Like, when I was listening, I was like, ah, really? This guy really, really went in. Like, yeah, rap, yeah. rap, disrespected. It was nice. a lot. It was a lot. And, yeah. It was a lot. And to think about the fact that, you know, I mean, I was going to say something very harsh now, but let me just leave it at that. That's <laughs> on that, because there's already water under the bridge. That's yeah. our package. Uh, episode 65 of, of the sample. This has episode. to be our longest recap. I think so, yes. Yeah. Yes, very And long. it's beautiful to know. Long talk. And see. Long talk. Interesting. So, yeah, episode 65. I'm happy to count 65 because this started as a like play, like play. And the future... That's is, what you said in the first episode. The future is really, really bright. There's a lot we want to do. I want to interview Umu Sangari. I want to interview King Sonia Adi. I'm saying too much, but that's on that's on period. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! What did you just do now? <laughs> that's Gen Z type. Oh my God! It's giving. Oh! He's given 100 episodes. I, I corrected my younger brother today. He was texting me. I was writing, uh, can I, you, I, I, I'm going to look for this text. You know, I have to say this <laughs> right giving, now. Gen Z, this is what you guys are turning and to. It's, it's, and it's yeah. literally so like, this, this I mean is, like. Yo, so this is what my brother sends to me. Yo, bro, 
I'm done with my exams. What about you? <laughs> you finna send me the coding link. <laughs> I would appreciate it. 100. I'm not even joking right now. This is sh- I'm reading this, this directly from verbatim. him. Not lying, verbatim. Like, I'm done with exams. What about you? You finna send me the... I'm like, <laughs> you finna you send me about? the coding link. I would have, when does, I would have appreciate, really appreciate when it. Does Gen, 100. When, where does Gen Z stop? Age 25 or age, age 23? I don't I, even know I anymore. don't even know. I, see, I but, think but, if but, Gen Z is at heart. You can be Gen Z. Me, I know, be but 80 and be Gen Z. I, and I feel a way because it shows I'm old. I know that I'm not that. That culture is not me. Me, I'm very old. Uh, come on. Like, I, I, I texted him again. I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, my guy, what's up? Use the correct words in the sentence. Then I And it's the same energy with... Hi guys! Hey guys! So hey welcome guys. to my YouTube channel. Hey guys, we're actually channel. leaving now. Per that's some period. Do you guys listen to the new whiskey album? It's giving, it's giving it's, Afro it's house, giving Afro everything. I mean, literally. <laughs> and that's some period. I mean, literally. <laughs> Yo, they're gonna kill us if we bring this out like this. And that's on that period, episode sixty-five. We're gonna see you next time. <laughs> toodles. I want toodles. <laughs> The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. You're listening to the Sample Axis podcast.